Testing one, two, three, one, two, three, testing. I'm Ben McAdams, and I represent Utah's 4th Congressional District. Before I was elected last November, I was the mayor of Salt Lake County. It's my belief that Washington might work better if we thought about governing the country the way mayors approach leading their communities. In this podcast, I'm hoping to show you what being a member of Congress is really like and whether it's possible to run this country the way we run our local governments. Welcome to Washington. So this week I'm back in Washington and uh, we have a lot of residents from Utah coming through and helping me to understand some of the issues that they're working on. And I just sat down with an organization uh, from Utah. Well, they're a national organization with some uh, uh, participants from Utah. It's the Voices Conference with the um, Asian and Pacific Islander American Health Forum. So in Utah we have um, a very large Asia Pacific Islander um, population, uh, about 47,000 people, they tell me. That's just Pacific Islanders. Just Pacific Islanders, right, right, right. Pacific Islanders of about 47,000 in Utah. Um, one of, one of, uh, there are several places around the country that have large Pacific Islander populations, but Utah's one of them. Large, vibrant, active part of our community, valued part of our community. And, uh, they were educating me about a, a, an issue related to the Pacific Islanders. Uh, in Utah that I wasn't aware of. So Jake Fitzamanu, who is, uh, wears numerous hats, um, the hat he's wearing today is with Voices, uh, but Jake is a friend of mine and also a city council member in West Valley City. Jake, why don't you walk us through kind of the history and the issue we're talking about here? Sure. Thank you so much. And we're really just happy to, to bring this issue to light because it affects uh, so many Um, Micronesian uh, Pacific Islanders in the state of Utah and really as you had mentioned um, as a consequence of the nuclear testing uh, and really exploitation uh, of the people and the land of those islands um, the United States has a compact of free association which is a a legal treaty uh, with these island nations that allow um, citizens of those nations to freely associate or to move back and forth between the into the United States um, where they're legally uh, allowed to live and to work and raise their families and especially um, to seek health care. Um, a lot of the issues related to the nuclear testing and radioactivity of those sites uh, is now, even generations later, still affecting health disparities in this community. And so um, really being able to uh, correct the injustice um, that happened, a part of that is uh, the fact that folks were eligible for health care services through Medicaid and others, but uh, federal law changes have omitted this group and have uh, basically stripped um, those uh, health those rights to healthcare access for this group, uh, and so really um, we're really happy to to talk about this issue and, and to gain more support uh, to reinstating uh, Medicaid uh, rights and and access to to healthcare um, for this group, uh, which definitely has paid its dues uh, in terms of supporting the security um, of our nation. Um, and we feel that this is an injustice that definitely needs to be uh, corrected. So I want to unpack that a little bit before I pass it off to anyone else who wants to add in. But um, this is um, Congress 101 for me. So one of the things, by the way, that I love about my job is how many things I get to learn about. Um, really, the world is our 
are the, the issues we deal with are uh, from across the entire world. And probably, you know, I'm on the science and space committee. So even outside of this world are issues that I'm dealing with um, from the, our oceans to Mars to um, everything. But so I'm going to, it's a, it's a pretty steep learning curve too. So putting it in context of immigration, which is a hot topic today. So, um, uh, and I think a lot of people don't understand, but so I asked about Puerto Rico in our conversation earlier. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, so it is not a state, but um, pe- people from Puerto Rico are U.S. citizens. They don't have to immigrate. It's not immigration, right? It would be as if I'm moving from Utah to Nevada. Um, they can move from Puerto Rico to Utah because they're U.S. citizens. So with these COFA, C-O-F-A, Coalition of Free Association, right? Compact of Free Association is the legal relationship, something I didn't know until today, that we have with some of these Micronesian countries, uh, like examples, Marshall Islands, Islands, Palau, Micronesia. And then the Federated States of Micronesia. We have a relationship, a uh, coalition of free association, okay. compact, a free association, thank you, where while they aren't, it's not a U.S. territory, we have a legal agreement, a treaty, so to speak, with these nations where they can come to the United States, not as citizens because it's not a territory, but they can come here. It's, uh, again, not immigration, but they have their passport allows them to enter the United States. They have work authorization, so it's not illegal immigration. They have a legal right to come and to work. And uh, and when they work, they pay taxes. They pay into the system. So the understanding was has been over time that they're uh, dating back to World War II, entitled to the rights and benefits that any American is entitled to, probably not voting, but work, responsibilities of paying taxes, serving in the military. They have one of the highest military enrollment rates, but they also then pay FICA, uh, uh, not FICA, uh, but Social Security taxes and payroll taxes and that. And then up until 1996, when there was a, a glitch, um, Welfare reform, so maybe not a glitch, but the um, they were no longer eligible for um, Medicare, stripped. Medicaid, stripped, stripped of that. And so you're here talking to me about reinstating that when the when the uh, agreement comes up for a renegotiation in 2023, making sure that I'm aware of the situation and look for opportunities to do that. Other states where there's large Micronesian populations, the states have made Medicaid eligible, both Republican states and Democratic states have have allowed this population, since they are paying for the benefit, to receive the benefit they pay for. And that's what we're talking about today. Anything? I'm going to look at Fatima here and see if you have anything. Fahina. Fahina. Fahina, See if you have anything to add. Uh, Well, no, I don't really have much more to add, but the fact that we're so appreciative, the fact that you making this effort to understand and you got it down. And so we really look forward to working with you on on this and especially the the Pacific Islander and, and Kofa population because I think it's something that okay now I'm going to cry and which I not to cry I can't but, see you yeah okay okay that's right I'm not crying just my voice is cracking <clears throat> but the fact that um, you know that it's so un-American for us to not keep our word you know and and then for for it to be stripped something that was agreed upon and so I think it's 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 only fair for us to to make good of our word. And after exposing these people to radiation, destroying their land and and their ocean, 
um, I think we, we owe them. And then, of course, they still have the base, the U.S. base out there, military base and, and things like that, that it's really important that we, that we appreciate that we have representatives that have a value system, that uh, you know, high moral standards that, that, um, to make good of things. So thank you. Thank you, Fahina. I don't know if anybody else has anything they want to add. Yep. Introduce yes. yourself to you. Yes, I'm Irene Kimem. And uh, yes, I'm just really fortunate to come and speak in front of you. And have you heard? And I, like Faina said, we have nothing more because to say because we know you have it now. And we're just confidently happy that we came and meet with you. And we just want to thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Hi, my name is uh, Cassidy Matthew on behalf of the Marketing community in Salt Lake City, Utah. We want to say thank you for all the good things that you're doing for our communities. We recognize those and, and nothing but say thank you. If there's a better word that I can use um, rather than say thank you, on behalf of those folks that they're sitting or those that are listening, we want to say thank you and we recognize all those good things that you're doing. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Cassidy. And I just, I, I like people back in Utah to hear what what we do back here. It's a very busy job, but um, my job is to is to work for you and to listen to all of the people of Utah. And so, uh, you know, I think I like to take advantage of this opportunity to just highlight what I'm doing when I'm here in Washington. So thank you for coming in and let people know some of the really, I think, diverse issues, complex issues uh, that we work on. Everything from, you know, funding higher education is a topic this week to, you know, uh, Micron, treaties with Micronesia and free, uh, the Compact of Free Association. Yes. And uh, I learn new things every week. So thank you for the opportunity to be with you all and uh, thank you. learn. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening to Washington. What I'd really love to hear is from you. Follow this journey, subscribe for free on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, the KSL Radio app, and anywhere you find interesting podcasts. To be part of this experiment in making the world's most powerful city responsive to citizens, please email me at tips at loudmouthproject.com. We'd like to thank the village that made this podcast possible. Andreas Martin, Danny Akana, Allison Hayrend, and Congressman Ben McAdams. Washington is a production of the Loudmouth Project.